Welcome to the Wounded Attribute Show, where I help women redefine their lives beyond their past experiences. With that being said, let's get blended. Good morning, good morning, and welcome, you all, to another episode of the Blended Attribute Show. I am your host, Aisha Young. I hope that you have had a great week um, thus far, uh, that you will just continue to bring that prosperity into the new week. Um, We're coming up on, you know, it's going to be the end of Q3 this month, I mean, this week and partially into next week will be the end of Q3. I mean, it, I'm sorry, the end of Q2, the beginning of Q3. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do as far as wrapping up some of your Q2 goals, what you have accomplished. I know I'm right now in the thick of, like, tying up the loose ends, completing all the things I needed to complete. I just have one more specific thing left that I need to do, which is going to take, probably a course of like two to three days for me to complete so I'm actively working on each evening chipping away at that and getting that complete so that I can go into Q3 with clarity because when I tell you that God is doing a work in me listen (laughs) the things that he has given me to do like my assignment what I'm going to be focusing on in Q3 is going to be very intense um yeah, so I'm going to remain faithful because um, part of my vision where I created for myself was to be a doer. So not only a hearer of the word, but also a doer of the word. So I'm taking that seriously this year. So whatever God has placed on my heart for me to do and to kind of push forward, that's what I'm going to do. So pray for your girl. I got some things that are coming um, out next quarter that I'm going to be working on so I'm excited for that and just for the rest of the year when I look at the goals that I have for um Q3 what I want to accomplish what I have going on for Q4 um leading into 2021 I'm just looking forward to all of it um so God willing you know this is just the beginning he's not done with me yet so we have plenty more um of where that come from came from so with that being I'm going to jump into the gratitude, which is kind of along the same lines of what I'm talking about. I'm just really grateful for my quiet time with God that I spend with him and um, the strategies that he gives me, just the words that he uh, speaks over me. I've been spending time in his word. And I've said this before on the show that I'm really in a season of where I'm looking for the word of God, like straight and true. So I've been reading the word on my own i have a great study bible that i utilize and um let me know if you want more information about that um you can just email me at info at blended attributes llc.com and i will feel free to send you that information but um in the short end of things it's just pretty much i'm reading the word studying it and interpreting it for myself um because that's just what I need in this season. You know, we all are at different spaces in our lives and that we're doing what we need and that's what I need. So again, I'm just grateful for my alone time with God because it's been real bomb, y'all. Um, 
I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> not gonna even lie about that. So with that, I'm just gonna jump into the show and we'll get started. Today's show is gonna be a little different. It's more so of a dialogue and I just more so wanted to have a conversation with you all just about what I've been seeing, what's going on, and we can kind of take an introspective look and see how this can apply to us and ourselves. So let's get started. So over the past few weeks, um, there has been an intense conversation at the forefront of not only America, but around the world as it relates to how black people are being treated here in this country. This discussion has awoken those who were blind to the reality of what black people face in America, and we can consider them allies. And others have been enraged by the audacity of us demanding to be treated equally. And being treated equally to me is a minimum, but when we look at it, it's, I say they are enraged at the audacity because it doesn't matter the methodology of how we do it, whether we sit, we kneel, we march, we riot, it's, it's how dare you regardless. So for me, I'm starting to believe that it's not the fact that we're asked, like, it's not the fact of how we're doing it. It's just the audacity of you to demand to be treated equally is how I perceive it. Because if you're angry about people just having basic human rights, then you have, you have a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Then you have a lot of untapped work that you need to do. Um, and so, like I said, for me, that is just the bare minimum. I have also seen a lot of corporations come forward with supporting Black Lives Matter, supporting the movement, and I think that's cute. Um, I, personally, for me, um, my job sent out an email where they said, you know, we're, we support the Black Lives Matter movement. We stand um, with the Black community, you know, against racial racial injustice and things of that nature. And I thought that was cute. But I also, you know, took the time and replied back and was like, outside of this email, what are you doing to actively, like, combat racial injustice, systematic um, racism, things of that nature? Because when I look at our management it's not diverse. When I look at our leadership, it's not diverse. Are you going to give us mental health days? Like, are you going to give us Juneteenth off? Like, what, what, what are you doing to actively kind of contribute to what you're saying? Like, I need you to back it up. And so, I mean, obviously, I didn't get a reply back. But, I mean, at the end of the day, all I can do is try to put my best foot forward and just speak to speak these things, speak, you know, power to truth and so it's just at the end of the day you can send an email and say what you're gonna say but but what are the numbers looking like yes you might hire minorities but are they being promoted it's just the same thing with diversity and inclusion when you look at um people with disabilities and things of that nature okay you hire them but when you hire them what happens do they stay in those positions are they promoted to management levels to leadership levels like what are you doing with the people because they have the knowledge, they have the capabilities, but what are you doing? And that's what I challenge these corporations to look at is what are you doing when you hire these people? Like, what, what do those numbers look like? What do the upper management levels look like? What do the leadership levels look like? So, um, yeah, I just challenge you to, to do what you can do and to, to be about it. Don't just talk about it, be about it. Don't just send me an email. Do something. Like... I just said this this year 
I'm look I'm actively being and being an active participant and being a doer in the things that I say. I'm not just here to speak <clears throat> and to talk to you to make it sound good. I want to be a doer. So what are you going to be doing? Um, and so for me, this whole conversation leads me into the topic of today, which is take care of the least. And so when I look at taking care of the least, like for me, it's just what do you think is the least of your worries or that's, I would say not urgent or what do you think is not important because personally those things, once you take care of that, everything else will fall into place. So in order to drive my point home, I'm going to start on a macro level and funnel it down into a micro level so we can still make it practical for ourselves. So back in the mid 90s, I believe there was legislation passed that made it pretty much mandatory for sidewalks to include slopes for wheelchairs right and so this inclusion like this inclusion was designed specifically for wheelchairs so that people can move around freely however by doing this it helped multiple groups of people this macro example of taking care of the lease can be felt as of today now it's a requirement like it's mandated that sidewalks must have slopes and there's like certain degrees and how much they need to be sold from the ground and things of that nature so now this is a real thing right um however this was only made intentionally for those who were in wheelchairs but when we look at it we can see how people in wheelchairs are not the only people that benefit from slopes in the sidewalk we can look at people like skaters cyclists skateboarders Women with strollers, men with strollers, joggers, walkers, toddlers, like in the list goes on of who benefits. So because you got this right for the quote unquote least, you got it right for other people and other people will benefit from that, from this system being in place and the system being in order. Someone on crutches can benefit from that. Like everyone can benefit. So this again is a macro example of how I'm looking at taking care of the least so for me like when I look at bringing it personal to me like with that same energy looking at Black Lives Matter like Black Lives Matter you can look at it with as black women the black LGBT community we all matter even though we meet at different intersections of being black we are all part of that Black Lives Matter movement, but sometimes it's important to point out the the different sections that are in that particular group. Like, so speaking for me as a black woman, like I said, I'm at that intersection of being a woman as well as being a black woman. And for me, when I think of that, like one of the huge flags that comes up for me as a black woman is childbirth for black women like being a person who works in the healthcare field knowing the statistics and the numbers that are astounding those personally scare me when it came to giving birth to my daughter like I was afraid 
for my life to go into health. Like, I was just afraid. I had I made sure that I had all my ducks in a row. I my OB was a black woman who had who has had children. I had to make sure that all things were in place. But for me, that is an advantage that I have being in the healthcare field, having health like knowing healthcare literacy and things of that nature, knowing my rights, knowing what I wanted, knowing what I didn't want. Um, that was a benefit that I have. But when we look at the numbers, like my degrees could not save me. My education could not save me. <clears throat> my class could not save me because um, just plainly be, looking at the numbers, a white woman with a high school diploma has a, is more likely to survive than I am. And you can even see this when it comes with Serena Williams when she was having her daughter, how she had to pretty much beg them to give her her, I think it was like in an MRI or something, because she was having blood clots and she was telling them what was wrong, but they were not listening. Excuse me. I need some water. But they were not listening. So for me, that is a scary feat. So how about healthcare community? How about we get this right for black women? When you get this right for black women, when you get this right for us, when you get this right for release, everything will fall into place. And what we have that empathy, that cultural being just culturally like diverse and understanding of what people have going on and just listening will help others in hand. You get this right for us, you will get this right for everyone else. <clears throat> so to me, that's one of that's one of my examples personally. Also when I look at looking introspectively, when we look at the Black Black Lives Matter, I think exclusivity is going to be important. Because I believe we take care, if we take care of the least and if we fight for the least within our community, which to me now is the LGBTQ community, <clears throat> because it's like <clears throat> trans women are being, black trans women are being murdered at an astounding rate. And it seems as if nothing is being done about it. I don't want to say it seems, nothing is being done about it. And it's like, we need to fight for them. We need to fight for them within our community. Because when we take care of them, everything else will take care of themselves. When we understand and realize that their lives matter too, we can take care of everything else. It's like, this concept that I want to drive home is when we take care of the least, everything else falls into place. Just like with the sidewalks, just like in healthcare with black women, when we look at black women in the LGBT community, trans women, we take care of them. Everything else will take care of itself because everyone can benefit from the impact and the effects of what's happening in that positive way. And they can just run on that positive margin that has been created because you already have the empathy there. You already have the tolerance there. You already have the understanding, the education there. So it's like, okay, this is pretty much what it is and we all will benefit in that way <coughs> and I'm not sure how to kind of <laughs> make that more clear to you all but I know personally like when we look at the at the bible like there's and when we just look around like there's MLK quotes there's so many quotes saying take care of the least take care of those and what I've been seeing floating around as it relates to the Black Lives Matter movement. It's pretty much um, a post about 
how, you know, God leaves the 99 to go get the one. Because, and to me, that's beautiful. Um, I love the, the Israel Houghton song. Um, when, that, that he speaks about that, like, goodness, like, you leave the 99 to come after me, to go fight for me. Because that one that is left is the most vulnerable. That one that strays away is the most vulnerable at the time. So on this same note, I ask you, like, what are you leaving in your life? Like, what what in your life are you leaving open? What are you leaving open for the enemy to come and try to take? Like, what area in your life is open and vulnerable? And I challenge you to take care of that area that you think is the least, but is the area that will help you start the foundation of building. Because like I said, <clears throat> when you take care of the least, everything will take care of itself. But that's also what we're instructed to do is we have to be bold enough to leave that 99 and go after that one, that one that needs our attention, that one that needs our services. As far as children are taken care of in the United States, when we look at What's going on with, you know, children being locked in cages? When we take care of them, when we decide to keep them with their parents and to not separate them, we we can get it right for everyone else. It's That is our duty. <laughs> that is what we're called to do. So I want us to get it right. What do you consider the least? What do you think the least? And to me, and it's not hard. We just got to look at the numbers, look at the stats and see and open our eyes and see what's going on. And we can, when we take care of that, everything will fall into place. <clears throat> so with that, like, I don't know what's going on, y'all. This coffee did not do a trick. I need to drink more water, I guess. Anyways, I want to leave you with the memory verse. And that's going to be Matthew 25, 40 through um, 45. No, I'm sorry. It's just going to be Matthew 25, um, verse 40. And it's going to say, and it says, The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you do for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you do for me. Point blank period, y'all. It's our duty to do for those who we consider to be the least. <clears throat> it's our duty. So I pray that you take that. You go and you do what we're instructed to do. You do what you're called to do. You look at your life and say, okay, what am I leaving open? What am I leaving vulnerable? And you attack just that. Because when we do that, we'll take everything else will take care of itself. Like I said, I went from a macro level to a micro level. So this is going to be a self-reflection piece. This is a discussion, but I needed to have this conversation. I needed to kind of get this out because I want you to see how <clears throat> things fall into place when you take care of those who need your support. When you speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Okay, Proverbs 31. Like, when you do these things. So, I'm just getting too hyped. I'm going to let y'all go. Enjoy the rest of your week. Just be blessed and do the things that God has called you to do. And to not be bashful about it speaking your truth. All right. Love you guys. Have a good one.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Blended Attribute Show. Again, I'm your host, Aisha Young. If you have any questions or if you would like more insight about today's episode, please email me at AishaMarieTLC at gmail.com. The email will also be in the show notes. Until next time, be blessed, beautiful people.